0: Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views on the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views on the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Predictcast. And we are here to discuss round two, Backlash. And I know we're all very excited because it's going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. And that is said without sarcasm or cynicism. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me is the man that is defending his title from last year. The man who is holding on to it strong, not willing to let it go, the Drew McIntyre of the Wrestling Predict cast. It's Joe. How are you, Joe? Yeah, very good, mate.
1: Very good, thank you. I'll take that. I'll take Drew McIntyre. thought you'd be happy with that after... I gave you Finn Balor last week, so that's not too bad. Yeah. You're too, I, think, too... I like to think that the reality of me is somewhere between the two, so it makes sense. <laughs> We can get into that later. Okay,
0: <laughs> so someone's obviously got to be trying to take that title off him, a man that is challenging, the man that is going to go head to head, the Bobby Lashley of the wrestling predict cast. It's Luke.
2: Hi. I mean, again, I've been um, left with the. I mean, last week I had Damien Priest, and I've got <laughs> Bobby Lashley, so that's good. I mean, at least I've got like at least I've got Lana on my side now.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And, and MVP. Yeah. Who I see myself as, the man bringing this match together, the MVP of Wrestling Predictcast. I mean, you've got the raw end of the deal there. Then I, I was going more with MVP. Yeah, okay. Right then, <laughs> so here's how it works. We're going to discuss the um, – uh, we're going to predict and discuss the pay-per-view. We're going to go through each of the five announced matches for Backlash and uh, make our predictions. And it's an on- ongoing competition. Um, we've had one round so far, Money in the Bank – and out of that, out of the five potential points, Joe and Luke, you both scored three last week, uh, last round. Um, you both got the Money in the Bank matches wrong. I scored two because I couldn't have Drew McIntyre. I had to have Seth Rollins. OK, so um, Money in the Bank Uh, We had Tamina versus Bailey, Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Everybody pretty much guessed what they were going to be. Everyone pretty much guessed those correctly. The two that people got really kind of baffled by were were Asuka winning the Money in the Bank women's briefcase and Otis winning the men's Money in the Bank briefcase. So, Luke, how did you think, what did you feel about Money in the Bank and how was it as a pay-per-view? Do you even remember it? Considering it was about a month and a half ago,
2: <laughs> I do. I'd, so I do remember the, the the Money in the Bank match because I thought it was really good. Um, and I'm actually really pleased that Oscar won that, um, even though I didn't pick her, um, just because I think she, she's my favourite out of all the female wrestlers that were, that were in it. Um, I was I was surprised because I thought it was going to be going to Nia Jax, but I think obviously what happened with Becky Lynch um, it changed the way WWE was was going there. But I think the way they produced it all, I, I really I really really enjoyed it. Um, there were some really fun moments in it. I mean, there was quite a few people in there I didn't know. I mean, I, I had a look afterwards at some of the cameos. Um, I knew Stephanie McMahon. I
0: yeah. knew
2: Paul Heyman. But I had a look. There's one called Brother Love. No idea who that is.
0: Yeah, Brother Love. You've got to go back a fair bit for Brother Love. But yeah, Brother yeah. Love. Doink, Doink the, Clown. the Clown. Oh, yeah, that was classic. That's, we're talking like early <laughs> 90s WWF for Doink the Clown. Yeah, and
2: I think, um, was it John... Lorenitis or whatever his name yeah,
0: is John John Laurinatus, yeah old yeah. general manager what would that have been that have been early two thousands for John Lorenitis
1: yeah I would think and probably twenty yeah late I'd say like late like two thousand eight like that I guess oh okay oh okay so actually a bit later than I
0: thought okay fair enough
1: um, yeah so
2: I mean a few random cameos but I I, I really enjoyed the whole thing I thought the, I thought WWE put it together really well um, really surprised that Otis winning like that's probably my last pick out of all the men. And just like handed, like just just, just fell into his hands from AJ Styles. So that was nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it.
0: Good. I think that's, I think that sums up is the best, the best part of it was the Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Because everything else was really, even even, even though they tried to do something slightly different with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, the best part of it was the Money in the Bank match. And I think Asuka makes sense. Otis is very random. And we'll see where that goes. And I think we'll probably discuss that a little bit later on.
1: You got anything to add about Money in the Bank, Joe? I, did, I didn't really like the main event.
0: <laughs> like, really?
1: Not something controversial. I just found it like... I. So I'm, I'm quite happy with the, how, the end result of it. It just didn't really... There was just bits of it that were a bit too cheesy for me. Like the, It just didn't really flow very well. And some of the jokes I didn't think were that... Like, the cameos were just so random. And then also... Also, like two people got thrown off the roof. (laughs) Then, but then inexplicably the next night, like, like in terms of grounds for forming a tag team, right? Like, like kind of looking the same or having like the same sort of background is like just one up from like you were both thrown off a roof. So now you're a tag team the following night. It's just very strange. But but it was like it was it was. It was what it was. I think it was. I think it was really interesting to see the Stadium Stampede for AEW in comparison to that, and I thought it made WWE look a little bit um, uh, a, a, a bit
0: a bit a bit younger, is what I would say. I would. I'd agree with that. The Stadium Stampede. I think for me, the Stadium Stampede played a lot more into the characters that were in it, though. So you had the Hangman Page and Kenny Omega in a bar. Kenny Omega drinking milk and Hamman Page whiskey and you had Matt Hardy being at a change into three different characters there was a lot more of that where the, the there wasn't so much character stuff in the Money in the Bank match it was much more about the setting where the well stadium you say that
2: played. there's a food
1: fight involved notice so that is true well, that's that is true I, yeah that's what I mean like, look, I really look, enjoyed that look, I was really entertained by that we're watching a food fight, at, like in the middle of a wrestling match. It was just really random. But like, some bits were good. Like the, the bit when I thought the bit when they went to Mr. McMahon's office. Yeah. Immediately, like, you know, wet themselves. I thought that was quite. I thought that was a funny moment. It was just a bit of a mixed bag, and mm-hmm. it was. It, it, and you're right, Ben. The the, the stuff in the uh, stadium stampede was more character based, right? There's no reason why they, There's no reason why WWE can't do that. Do you know what I mean? So like whilst I agree. And also it makes it says something that, you know, AW's been around for a year now and the ca- the depth of a character compared to like I mean, how long's Oscar or uh, well not so much Otis, but like how long's um, AJ Stark,
0: you your carmelas they've been around forever.
1: No character, they're just like they're just yeah. So anyway, uh, but as a as a pay per view as a whole, it was all right. It was quite short, um, which was interesting as well. Like I quite There is only so much no-fan wrestling I can watch in one sitting.
0: Yeah. So I I thought that that worked well. And I think that's where this is going now. I think until we get to SummerSlam, we've got Backlash, obviously, next Sunday. We've got Extreme Rules between then. Then we've got SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam is going to have to be longer because SummerSlam is essentially meant to be the second pay-per-view to WrestleMania. But, um, you know, two and a half hours Money in the Bank was – I'd be surprised if Backlash is much longer than that. You know, because like you said, it's, it's no no fan wrestling. Or I know they've got the NXT superstars in now, and that's not quite doing the same thing. It's better, but not quite. So I think we are, with five, five matches announced on the card, I would be surprised if we get any more added from Monday, but we'll see. Um, do you think they've built to this pay-per-view then, to Backlash, do you think they've built to it well enough? Are you excited for Backlash, Luke?
2: Um... I'm um, not really so when you compare it to where we had our conversation about NXT last week I'm a lot more excited for that which is actually yeah. this, this evening okay. um then I am um, for Backlash I think they've just not really done much with the stories I mean I'm sure we'll get into it when we we'll talk about each one but yeah no I don't know I don't I, I don't even start so a lot of the papers per watch as well have have had certain themes through it I don't really know what Backlash means is it just like it's just a, there's no theme behind Backlash. Like, Money in the Bank is obviously the Money in the Bank ladder match.
1: Backlash always used to be, and correct me if you disagree Ben, but it almost used to be, the, like, the follow-up pay-per-view to WrestleMania. So you'd, like, you'd kind of occasionally get quite a few similar... Because what, what, what usually happens, mate, is that you've got, like like you'll have like the Royal Rumble then you'll have another pay-per-view and then the Wrestlemania is usually like six weeks out so they kind of have like six weeks to build up to Wrestlemania and get it all sorted and they usually have quite a quick pay-per-view after Wrestlemania because they kind of want to do 12 or 15 a year so Backlash used to be historically like two or three weeks after Wrestlemania so you often got the same you often got some like repeat matches from Wrestlemania and I think that's where the theme of, back, like, you know, it's like the backlash of what happened at WrestleMania. That was the idea. But it then to, it was so either moved it out, so it, it didn't really make sense anymore. used to either be called backlash or payback. It was
0: oh. one of those two, wasn't it? It was backlash or payback, but that was yeah. essentially it. And you used to end up with, if you had a card of eight matches, I'd say at least half of them were rematches from WrestleMania.
2: So, so, so what they've done is to call called it the same, but not done that at all, because not yeah. one match is the same. Well, actually, no one match is, not it? But that's it.
0: Yeah, because that's, that's uh, and and that's the weird thing about it is WWE used to name their pay-per-views after the matches that were going to be on it. So you'd have different pay-per-views every year apart from what they called the Big Four. Now, they literally just have a stock number of pay-per-views. This is what they're called, and we will fit it around however it works. So the one after this will be Extreme Rules. It doesn't matter if the matches need Extreme Rules or not. It's going to be Extreme Rules, and we're going to throw loads of stipulations at it. Where in kind of the best of wrestling, I think, like the Attitude Era, it would be a case of, this match needs to be a hell in the cell, you know? And what we're going to do is, because it's a hell in a cell, the next pay-per-view is going to be called hell in a cell. Yeah. And then you build to that. And it was, it was the equivalent of having, you know, calling it, you know, um, Mike Tyson versus Frank Bruno as the as the big card and everything else underneath. That was your marquee match was the hell in the cell. Now they just kind of call the pay-per-views the stock 15, I guess. And you don't really get much variation from that. So wow,
1: apart from... This one, where we're getting the greatest wrestling match of all time, of course. <laughs> of course. What, is, well, is, is,
2: is AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan on then? I think when I was confirmed,
1: <laughs> I think you know what we, we we'll talk about the card in a minute. I think that will be on. I think that will be on there because I think they're going to have. I, I know they're doing it on Friday, next Friday. Yeah, I think that'll be a something. Not something. not something will play out where we have a rematch or. Uh, Uh, like you know we go again and backlash my personal opinion
0: it's
2: difficult because like if that if that was on the card i would be really excited for it so i don't understand why it's not on the card
0: incidentally it's been filmed already and the rumors are it's brilliant like the rumors are it's already been filmed and it's amazing so Mm. it's one of those where it's like and that's another difficulty if you have that on the friday night and it's great it's amazing you better make sure the greatest match of all time, the next, you know, two yeah. next player beats that. So it, it, they've they've kind of made themselves a little bit of an issue there. I hope it is on the card, but I I'm, I'm not convinced it will be. Oh, I don't think it will I, be. Either. I don't think. It, I think this five and that's it. I think because they're just trying to keep
1: it and as have, short as possible. No, nah, they'll, they'll have more than. Five. I reckon will be. At, I reckon we'll be at eight, seven
2: or eight. Yeah, I, I think that'll be more. I think they've got to have Bailey in there, and I think they'll do that as a tag team rematch. Yeah,
1: rematch could
2: happen. Yeah. I think the Street Profits Viking Raiders, they've been having that mini series thing, haven't they? And they're they're at two all. So that you know it makes sense to decide decided to be ma- an actual match rather than bowling.
0: But I also think what they're doing is they're planning for two pay-per-views at once because of the, the, the amount of wrestlers they don't have. So I think what they're doing is looking ahead and going, right, these matches will be good for extreme rules while we've got these matches for backlash because they only have this stock number and there's only a fair few like feuds you can do. Viking Raiders versus Street Profits can be an extreme rules match four weeks down the line. Bailey versus, you know, Bailey for the tag teams can be an extreme rules match four weeks down the line. So I think that's what they're doing. I don't think we're going to see Seth Rollins on here, even though he's involved in a really big story. I think that'll be Rey Mysterio, Dominic, all the rest of that in four weeks time. So I think they're planning for these two pay-per-views at once rather than having it all on one, and then go, mate, like, what do we have for Extreme Rules?
1: Can we just talk about Dominic for a moment? Like, he really doesn't like his dad, does he? Because, <laughs> like... On what he, ground? Because it's about the fourth time where, like, Ray Mysterio's got the shit being out of him. Sorry. Right. Right? Yeah. He's Carry got, like, got his ass kicked. And Dominic's going, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't retire. Like, if your dad... Like, if your if your dad comes home and he's like, oh, I was at work and I was blinded in <laughs> You wouldn't be like, well, you're gonna go back in, aren't you? Like, <laughs> like, go and get the other eye sorted. Like, you know, like, like, yeah. like, it's. Just... Oh yeah, don't worry, I'll go. I, my eyes, you be bloody in the eye. I will tell you what, I'll go in and sort it out. No, 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 no. It's like, he doesn't like his dad. That's my prediction. Eddie Guerrero's son. Actually, along those lines, <laughs> long term, long term, I- sort of playing out that he's Eddie Guerrero's son.
0: Along those lines, I don't think about the Eddie Guerrero son, but along those lines, Dominic is definitely joining Seth Rollins' um, cult. Definitely, yeah. that is where this is going, without a doubt.
2: I find I, I find his cult really uncomfortable to watch. I don't know why. I don't know why I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like his new entrance music. I don't know. I just don't enjoy. Like I, I suppose that's the whole point. I hate yeah, it, I
0: and so I hate him. But yeah, I don't know. Just don't enjoy it that bit at the moment. He's not. He's not doing it very well. He's not very interesting.
1: No, he's not. But he's but that's but like I think that's the point. Yeah. Like I think that's the point. Like you like I really just want someone to kick Seth Rollins' his ass. Yeah. Like that's exactly what he's trying to do. Yeah. It's like
2: Bailey. Well, Bailey. I, I don't like Bailey. Not I'm, good, it's I'm
1: not desper- good. I'm desperate for Bailey to lose a title. Yeah. And like, what, no time- mate? <laughs> I'm desperate for Sasha Banks to on her, and like, and I'm like, you're so like crap. Get off my screen. And so she keeps winning. Well, like, that's I'm exactly, and that, and that is exactly the point, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I'm going the other way, way on Bailey. Talking,
1: I, there is a question oh, yeah. about whether yeah. Bailey is doing deliberately doing, like, is she's deliberately doing a shit job to be a good heel, or is she just not very good? <laughs> and there's me, and there's a bit of both there for me. For me
0: so there's two there for me the best heel in WWE at the minute without a shadow of a doubt is Baron Corbin
1: yeah
0: I agree I, because you hate him you don't want him to get the belt you don't want him to win any matches and you're really happy when he doesn't and he's not cool either so when Kevin Owens was a heel and was really good at it you actually really liked Kevin Owens because he was a great heel Baron Corbin you can't like him and that's great you're not meant to the second point is I actually really like the Bailey sasha story I'm really really I, I'm really into it I think it's great I think it's, it's going really nice, well
1: I think they've had great I really like Sasha, and I really can't. And like they, are almost like it feels like they're positioning is Sasha is like she's actually really good, and Bailey's really bad. And, and I don't know if that is, and I don't know if that is deliberate positioning or if that is just Bailey being really bad. Like that, like I'm, I'm unclear whether that's meant or not.
2: I think if I could see like an end point then i would be more into it but i feel like it's going to go on to like wrestlemania next year or something i just can't see it ending soon i think they're going to drag it out for a long time
1: well, they won't do it to fans they won't do it to those fans for sure what's the point summer I, I feel like well i feel like this this title run this women's tag team title is just to he's just to delay that story on a bit cuz they they weren't doing anything with the tag team the women's tag team titles really and then the iconics came back and then they were going to split up and now weren't on tv Brilliant. <laughs> so inconsistent and then and then Bailey and Sasha rock up and then they win it I think it's just delaying it's, it's delaying that for when they've got fans because you want you want to see a turn don't you you want to see someone get smashed in the back yeah you do you do right should we get to talk about Backlash oh, yeah, on. yeah,
0: okay. yeah.
1: Probably, that'll do if you want just call it there. <laughs>
0: Oh, we've got some good stuff to talk about on Backlash. I'm sure we do. Right, okay. So we're going to start with the newest card that's been added to, the newest uh, match that's been added to the card for Backlash um, is Sheamus versus uh, Jeff Hardy. This was obviously a bit of a controversial story um, over the last two SmackDowns because there are people that have got a real issue with using Jeff Hardy's sobriety and Jeff Hardy's addiction as part of his storyline so that was that's that's something that that's come from this um but it has meant that this is actually a much more interesting match um there's no wild cards in this one we haven't got wild cards until a little bit later on so joe you have free reign sheamus versus jeff hardy where do you think it's going
1: well before we before we make our predictions can we just talk about the um what, what actually played out with that yeah of course yeah like, so i quite, I, quite I, I admire the i admire the the effort. I thought it was like a good. It was a good concept, like weirdly poorly executed, in terms of. And also, the, the, the one thing I was thinking when I was watching this, like, what's that, what's up with Elias? Is he injured, or is he just off the card for two months in a story because of a story that he's not involved in? <laughs> that's a that's a bad day at
0: work, isn't it? It's a bad day at work when he showed up and they said get on this stretcher alright where's this going nowhere for you son and that was it back of an ambulance pal and that was it we're
1: going to do Elias, we want you to play to your strengths right so we're going to put you on this bodyboard and if you can just stay as still as possible well we'll put you in an ambulance and then you won't be on TV for 8 weeks yeah that's what we're going to do like what, what 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 What? was the what was the what, and also if Shane has got a real issue with Jeff Hardy why don't you just run Jeff Hardy over <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry. I
1: mean, <laughs> and we, know it's, and we
0: know it's definitely shameless when the fact that somebody saw a guy with red hair and red beard running away right, and Eric, there was only one of those in the whole of that city. So Eric, that was it. Eric, it. Eric Rowan. Yeah, oh, well, no. <laughs> that is a story for you. We're, if we bring it all the rest, Eric Rowan annoyed this contract ended ran over Jeff Hardy. I well, mean, he's got no hair,
1: so.
2: Yeah.
1: They could easily do like a uh, like, oh, someone was wearing a ginger wig and beard. <laughs> They've done worse. they yeah, done way yeah. worse than that. It was, it was was
2: like a pet spider.
1: Twenty-four-seven. He's <laughs> a ginger version of
0: truth Are you? Do you think it's okay to use Jess Hart, Jeff Hardy's? Like, does it make you uncomfortable? Is it? Is it? What do you think?
2: So, from my point of view, I don't know Jeff Hardy's story, so i I that's thought right, it was yeah. all my, I thought it was all my, I thought it was all my, made up. So I didn't realize it was actual real. So that's. For me, that's a bit personal, isn't it? I don't know. A Bit weird. Yeah.
1: I think. I mean, Jeff Holley's obviously okay with it. It's just. It's just a shame that you need to do that to get like to get yourself over. Like, oh yeah. So to get myself over, I'm gonna kind of refer to myself as a recovering alcoholic. Like, not just you know a good wrestler. Or like you know, because I've, he's, he's I've sent you a, I sent you a, a match of his yesterday, Luke, and like I watched it. Yeah, it, like Jeff Hardy's back catalogue, right? Of stuff should stand up on its own. He doesn't need to be like, he doesn't need to get, baby, you know, sympathy, like you know, babyface sympathy based on the fact that he's a recovering alcoholic. Like he's he's an absolute legend. Yeah, <laughs> it just seems yeah. it just seems a shame. Like anyway, but yeah.
0: And they and they're pushing, they're pushing for his. They're pushing for him to sign a contract, a new contract, to extend his contract. Because obviously his brother's gone to AEW. They don't particularly want Jeff Hardy to go to AEW. They want him to sign an extension on his contract. So one of two things has happened here. Either Jeff Hardy's gone in and said, I want to use this as my story. I think it's a good idea, which is a bit sad that that's where he feels. But if he's comfortable with that, fair play. Or, and this is the word, this is kind of a dodgy one. They've gone to him with that suggestion, in which case that's not great if you want to open contract negotiations later where he's like, I'll do this story but if that's where you see me then I don't know if this is where I need to be staying around so well, it'd be interesting to see how the contract stuff pans out really
1: yeah I agree so Joe what do you think Sh- um, Hardy or Seamus well before we make up a tick- no, I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know actually oh, it's a shame that you put me first I'm i I'm torn because it, I'm torn because and you're, I seem to always be screwed over the, with the order <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. A little side joke there. Yeah, a little side. Yeah, yeah. carry on. Um, because, so, so my head says predict Jeff Hardy, but the only reason I wouldn't predict Jeff Hardy is because I can see this feud going on for another month. Uh, in which case, then they, it just feels like it's quite, they've gone into a bit of detail to have a Jeff Hardy win in this one. Okay. But I'm going to go Jeff Hardy. My head, I feel like that's the safer bet. Okay.
2: Uh, well, so you are going Jeff Hardy. I thought you were going Seamus.
1: Yes. But... I'm going Jeff Hardy. Okay. What about you, Luke? Do you agree,
0: disagree?
2: Yeah, I'm going Jeff Hardy as well. I think, so they've kind of been building Seamus up a little bit, haven't they, in terms of he's been getting the better of Jeff Jeff Hardy recently. So I think that'll be classic. That'll turn around and Jeff will end up winning.
0: Um, I'm going Sheamus. Seamus. The reasons that Joe said, I think this is going to Extreme Rules, and I think it's probably going to be a tables match at Extreme Rules so Jeff Hardy can jump off something ridiculous into Sheamus. I think they've built Sheamus slightly, so they have built Sheamus really well and really strong. And I think this is his first big feud since he came back, so it would almost be counterproductive to have him lose it straight away, where you could have Sheamus win this in a really dodgy fashion, do something, you know, and, and it leads on to extreme rules. Now you don't actually need a shameless win for this to lead to extreme rules still anyway, but I think that makes more sense. So I am gonna go shameless, but it's not it's not a confident bet.
1: No, could go
2: over why, couldn't it, this one?
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Are we, gonna, are, are, we, are we do we think well, two questions. Do we think that the person with ginger hair and ginger bit be- or red hair and a red beard is shameless or is it someone else? And qu- part two of that question is do you think we'll actually ever hear that story we mentioned ever again? I think
0: it's someone else Yeah, I, okay. I genuinely thought that's where this was going to go as Seamus was, and he, he didn't do it on Friday. And I thought that's, that would be the perfect time as Seamus essentially going, it's not me. It's not me. Like, it's really not me. and going down that route. And then we find out it's someone completely random, like, you know, to pull a name out, friggin' Baron Corbin or someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Someone that, or I don't know, but I did think it's almost too easy for it to be Seamus. And when they said red hair and red beard, I thought, come on, you you can do you can do better than that, surely, for the writing. Because the writing's been good on SmackDown
1: recently. It really has. It's actually been decent. And that felt would, kind of weak. I would say as well, like to all the people that would have been witnesses, because it's at the performance center, would have been like current WWE employees or wrestlers. Yeah. If you don't know. If you can identify Seamus who's got a red hair and a red beard, but you don't recognise it as being Seamus, <laughs> you probably need to pay a little bit more attention to the product. Like, how do you not know who that is? I'm not sure they thought that in depth. <laughs> yeah. have they? Like what you saw his beard and his hair, but you weren't sure who it was. <sighs>
0: I mean, there was lots. There was lots of dodgy stuff with the police work, where the guy, where the police picked up the evidence, picked up evidence from the crime scene, picked up the picked up the, the actual letter saying whose car it was, and then just shouted his name out for the reporters and everyone. <laughs> this is Jeff Hardy's car, everyone. Anyone here, Jeff Hardy? Anyone, Jeff Hardy? Like he's going to go, yeah, it's me, mate. Oh God, that is my car. Yeah, yeah. Please lock me up. Like, who, in what police do they just shout evidence across to TV, to ongoing TV
1: with cameras and stuff? So, yeah, also, it's not put out. Also, mate, just another side point. Jeff Hardy, at the scene, immediately arrested for vi- vi- vehicular yeah. whatever. Seamus, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who, who, right. Has a, who has a clear motive, which has played out on TV the last three weeks.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't arrested this week, was he? He, no. didn't, he didn't seem to have been to prison or, like, been to jail for questioning about this.
2: Yeah, yeah but also, they the released Jeff Hardy, like, an hour later, just because someone said, oh, it's someone with a red hair and red beard. Oh, Jeff, you can go. Someone said it wasn't you.
0: You did a multitude of sobriety tests, Luke. They have to be the quickest sobriety tests in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, didn't need, to wait for that to, didn't need to wait for that to develop, did you? No processing there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna let you go. Um, I've realised who it is, by the way. Just, to, just as a, like a horrible spoiler. It's definitely. God, it's definitely Murphy. You reckon? Yeah, it's Murphy. But he's over. He's, he's elsewhere. No, he's not. Oh, yeah, he is actually. You're right. He's a raw, isn't he? Yeah, yeah you are okay. I'll I'll keep thinking. Well, I do think it could be Murphy. That could be it. That could be it. Otis is no, Otis
2: has I... ginger ginger. <laughs> doesn't
1: that ginger, no. no.
0: Just, yeah, just to throw Otis into every storyline yeah. SmackDown has. This is working. People love Otis. Let's let's we can run down Jeff Hardy as well. Again, wouldn't put it. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me.
1: Oh, I think it's Murphy. That's what I'm, I'm calling. <laughs> I'll keep thinking. I'm, going, I'm now just thinking about ginger ginger wrestlers.
0: We'll leave you with that, mate, and we'll move on to the next one. Um, Asuka versus Nia Jax uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, the first offence Asuka's had since she was given the belt. Um, well, given the belt, she did it. I mean, Nia Jax keeps saying she didn't earn this belt. She did earn the belt in a Money in the Bank match with you, Nia Jax. So, you know, but, yeah, she climbed the ladder, got got it, found out where the belt was in the briefcase. Um, Asuka versus Nia Jax, what do you think, Luke? Um,
2: I think Asuka. Is going to win? I don't know why I don't, she just she just won the belt. I don't see her dropping it already. Um, and if you if you are going to give it to now, you just give it her money in the bank, wouldn't you? So I don't know why you give it now. It just doesn't make sense. So I'm going with Oscar. Um, yeah, I haven't got much more. Sound. I, I think I think Oscar will have it for a long time. To be honest, I think she'll she'll probably yeah. I don't mean know have to say, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Nia Jax is I'm, with No, you. I'm
0: absolutely with you. I'm absolutely with you. I'm going to say, I've, I've said Asker as well, for the exact same reasons. It's her first defence. She's not had the belt that long. I like the idea of if you were going to give it Nia Jax, you just would have it money in the bank. And that's a fair point as well. I didn't really think about that, but that's a fair point. And she's clearly just holding it until uh, Shayna Baszler takes it at SummerSlam. Isn't that right,
1: Joe? That is right, mate. I keep calling it. It will come true once. I mean, Luke, Luke quite ably... Um, show there. There's not a lot to talk about with this match. Like Oscar is Oscar is winning, um, and like Nia Jackson is gonna. I mean, can we not? The Bailey defended the title at the last pay per view against Tamina, and we haven't seen her since then.
0: Yeah.
1: what well, like, so let's hope. Let's just hope with that, that same happens with Nia Jackson. Well, th-
0: to add to that, <laughs> I'm I'm not, not, you I'm seen,
1: Did you see what happened She's with? Like,
0: Kyrie Sane Kyrie Sane and Nia Jax. Yeah, the last, the last match where obviously there was a bit of a botch again, and Kyrie Sane had a really bad cut on her forehead. I, 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 again, Kyrie Sane gets injured by Nia Jax. That's twice it's happened. And
1: she she's broke back his nose. Pardon? And she broke back his nose.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a few. I mean, Nia Jax. She also she did. She had a um issue with. I think there's been a Sasha Banks one as well. I think there's been. Oh Nia yeah, Jax, yeah, yeah, there yeah, was. Nia Jax has had a fair few times when she's injured wrestlers. Um, and she's getting to be, it's getting to become like a very nasty, reoccurring theme. In fact, people started calling her out on Twitter, and Nia Jax has now started incorporating it into her character. <laughs> like, you know, no. whatever happens, happens in that ring. I can't, I can't be held accountable. No, you absolutely, you absolutely can, Nia. That's you she's, she's double, yeah, your, you're double her size. At one point, Nia Jax was on her knees, kind of stood up straight on her knees. And she was taller, or almost taller than Kyrie Sane was. Who was stood up? It's like you can't expect these that be a safe wrestling match if Nia Jax can't be trusted. So, yeah. You know,
1: the, the actual the actual move where she threw into those steps was pretty like it it, it wasn't gentle. Like it, it 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 wasn't a lot of margin for for Sane Sane to not slam her head into it. From from what I was looking at, I, I, I and that was after it's been edited. Like, yeah. it, looked,
0: it Looked pretty. Didn't look great. No, there was there was nothing. Looking back, there was nothing. Kairi Sane could do. There was absolutely nothing she could. do. Was, there was there was one way that was going. So, yeah, um, I think this is just to add something to it. I think this is going towards a Kairi Same versus Asuka though. It wouldn't surprise me if that's the next match. I think.
1: I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I not mind that. I think that's quite quite a good match. There's talk of Io Shirai going up as well. Okay. Um. So the, the late. So there's like rumours going around that because obviously we've had Matt Riddle go up from SmackDown. Um, they're talking about Dominic Dijakovic going up to Raw. I think that yeah. I think that one's conf- I think that one's pretty much confirmed. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then they're talking the next two that might go up might be Io Shirai and Velveteen Dream. Okay. Uh, well, and I would I tell you what I'd have all day long would I have an Io Shirai carry saying and Oscar triple threat. Yeah, absolutely,
0: definitely. Um, Any more to say about Oscar versus Nia No, I mean.
2: I- I actually think it will end so that they continue the feud into extreme rules, to be honest. And I think they'll throw Shayna Baszler in it as well. Some sort of triple threat, extreme rules match. You reckon? Yeah, that's where I can see it going. So, I, 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 this one will probably end up in disqual- disqual- disqualification or something.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I um, have Noah Jacks breaks Oscar's face.
2: <laughs> also, Shayna Baszler, by the way, where is she? Well, I haven't seen her for ages. I know we talked about this last week as well, but
0: she's still can't not been on
1: be in a moment. She's what, sorry? Hanging out with Tamina. Yeah, yeah, them
0: and and Tamina went for a little holiday. (laughs) Right, we'll move on. Um, Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison in a handicap match that makes absolutely no sense for the Universal Championship. Um, Right, I've got some thoughts about this.
2: Can I ask a question first? Yeah. right. How do you have two people have about a singles belt? I don't understand that.
0: Oh, Luke the that's... no, no, Dast, no, we don't Dast that.
1: You waste all
0: that, That's that. It
1: happened.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, no, no one explained. We don't know. That's we never know. We don't know the answer to that question. This <laughs> well, is ha- This isn't the first time this has happened. But, but and they do it, and then we never answer that question.
1: But no, now, but inexplicably, the last time that there was a triple threat, like you remember that? Do you remember that Sami Zayn got the belt? Oh, of, of course. Oh, yeah. So Sami Zayn got it when him, Cesaro and Nakamura all fought Braun for the for the Intercontinental and then, because Sami Zayn got the pin he became the champion. They um, added
0: that in the but, announcer. The announcer said that as they were
1: coming to the ring and that was the first time you'd heard that rule. Okay. Yep. So presumably that's the same rule that we're going to be going for with this. But I mean, it is not going to happen. It's just such a... Like, it's one thing just pissing around with the Intercontinental. But, <laughs> Like, like, this has got like, that's got like 24-7 story written all over it. It's not, surely you can't have the main title on SmackDown be like lost in a, you know, this has got to be a show of dominance from Braun Strowman ready for predictably like Roman Reigns coming back at some point. Well, there's
0: two, there's two or three ways you can go with this. I think, I think like, um, Braun, if Braun Strowman lost this. There's a ready-made story between Miz and Morrison. Now, he's not going to, right? Braun Strowman's winning this. But the, it, the problem is, if Braun Strowman just wins this outright, that absolutely buries Miz and Morrison. Because they should be able to beat one guy. Even if it's Braun Strowman, they should be able to beat one guy on, on their, like, two to one. Now, if they were in clever... He's quite a big dude, I'm not sure. Right. I mean, in a wrestling match, Not it's not a street fight. It's a wrestling match. There's tags in, tag out. There's rules. There's things you could, you know... It has rules and stipulations to it. If it was like a no disqualification, weapons, all the rest of it, even then, though, do you know what I mean? it's? But this buries Miz and Morrison. I agree. If, I agree. If you were clever, you'd have the Fiend come in and cost Miz and Morrison because he wants Strowman for the belt. Oh,
1: yeah. And
0: that way Miz and Morrison are protected. They lose it. They ain't going to go after the Fiend because they're not stupid, particularly Miz, who's already had a run-in with him. And Braun Strowman wins it because The Fiend wants Braun Strowman because he's, there's history there. Rather than what's probably going to happen, which is Strowman's going to win it, beat Miz and Morrison, and then The Fiend's going to show up afterwards.
1: Yeah, I the- had actually, I'd, actually, I'd actually forgotten about The Fiend. So I'm glad you brought that back.
2: <laughs> Apparently, Bray Wyatt's been off as is is a child.
1: Yes, so he has. The- yeah, he's on i Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he got- yeah. I'd, forgotten, I'd forgotten about... God, God the... The the way rest is coming in and out of storylines at the moment is mad, isn't it? I've like I'm just getting a glimpse of it in talking about this. About just like when you talk about the Money in the Bank, what happened in Money in the Bank? I'm thinking, bloody hell! Oh, right. that seems like that seems a long time ago. It was only like four weeks or whatever. Yeah. So, what are you going for then, Ben? It's your pick, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I said I'm going to go for Strowman. So, Joe, do you agree or disagree? I agree. Okay, Luke. Yeah, I agree as well.
2: Can I just say though, that that, 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 that WWE haven't really built up Miz and Morrison as even like credible contenders? They haven't like, haven't like beat him down, have they, on recent shows or anything really? Like, I don't,
1: like, you'd think that at least try and make us think that they could beat him. If John Morrison was the world world champion of SmackDown, like, it's it's, it's, like, it doesn't make any sense. Just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would that be? Yeah, I'll go with that. Or Miz, like, really, Miz. He's not. He's been pretty average in tag team wrestling for quite a while. It, I'm sure they started a feud with the. Um, I literally forgot the name of the Forgotten Sons then, which is. Yes, yeah. Um, but they started a feud with them, didn't they? And then all the Lucha House Party. Then and then, two weeks later, were then challenging for the world title and playing weird pranks on Braun Strowman.
0: Which didn't work. I mean, what a story! What a what a way to build to the to the to the mate to SmackDown's main event. Is these two are gonna try and gunk Braun Strowman? Like Jesus Christ! Like you look at, come on, is this really where you know? And they hide like school kids.
1: Oh, you haven't got the demographic of eighteen to forty-nine males that you're looking for. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably that. Probably you've got the you've got the demographic of five to ten-year-old males because <laughs> they're like, yeah. oh god, that would have been great if they'd slime Braun Strowman, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, whilst we because I don't think we're going to talk about it at any point, and you've just reminded me. Whilst we're talking about crap storylines, can we just have a quick moment of a bit a quick moment of reflection on the um, Mandy Rose dream segment from the week before? It's actually probably
0: the place to talk about it, considering he's got the money in the bank briefcase. So that's yeah. not a bad little segue.
1: Um, we, we can do that again and edit it in, mate.
0: Yeah. What I will say, what I will say, is when Otis shows up to work every Friday, that man must. I, I, that man must wake up so quick to get out of bed to get to work on a Friday or to get to work to film those segments. Because, you know, like I said to you before, they kiss and there is one person into that kiss way more than the other. Now, I don't want to make any comment on it, but, yeah, but I
1: mean, it, it we'll, doesn't we'll, we'll look, look good to, we'll we'll that moment.
2: <laughs> I, 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 just I, just, I just can't get out of my head when, I, when they're kissing. Like, what is going through Mandy Rose? What is what is going through her head at the time? Like, when he's, like, <laughs> eating her face, what is she... What is she... It's, it's really awkward to watch, isn't it? It
1: is. really... Yeah. It, I don't think it's that bad, but I've, I, it is awkward to watch. I think it watch. is. It's it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit grim in it.
2: I mean, I enjoy the storyline. I think the storyline's really fun, but they
1: don't need that kiss, in it, do they? It's just no. Like, it's, me, it's a good storyline for me, right? No, it's it's like storyline's fine. I don't I don't want to... I don't want to be seeing what's going on in Mandy's brain when she's sleeping. Like that is. Like, how are we getting that footage? Like, what's happening? Like, like what, what, how, explain it to me. Like, I I understand that it's like, that it's a dream and that we're watching her have a dream. But like, as soon as you do that, I mean, it's a serious point. Like, you do completely take me out because I'm like, "Well, well, that isn't, like, that can't be, you know. You're trying to make resting as as close to reality as real life as you can do, and that just takes me like that kind of stuff. Just takes me right out of it. Do you remember, when, I remember? We've talked about this on the podcast before, but like when Jeff Hardy was in TNA and they did the, you could hear his thoughts as yeah. audio, and you were like, "This is terrible." Like he was just sort of sat there, like looking around, and then like, but not moving his lips, and just, and then you'd be like, you'd hear him talking to himself, going. Oh, I wonder what's for dinner or whatever, and you're like, "This is weird. Like, it's weird. No one else is doing it, and the reason no one else is doing it is because
0: it's
2: shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe okay. there's some sort of thing there where WWE are like are doing a subliminal to know to that eighteen to forty nine year old male demographic. Anything is possible.
0: Oh, I think no, I think that's part of the story completely. I don't even think that's a joke. I'm I think that's completely part of the story. A... Well, yeah, I mean. It, yeah, Mandy Rose in a bikini helps as well. Yeah, that's fair. I
1: mean, there's like, there's like new, there's levels of subtlety in that story. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> one is what Luke just described, and the other one is Mandy Rose in a bikini. <laughs> uh,
0: right, I think we can move. I think we can move on from that.
1: I, um, be, I don't know if I'll ever be able to move on from that story.
0: We're gonna go for the for the main. Well, it's not the main uh, event technically. Go,
1: or, do you reckon they'll have a breakup at some point? How's that plan? Are they getting married? Or are they just going to get married?
0: Oh, they've got to be. It's a- got. We haven't had a wrestling marriage in ages. there has got to be a wrestling marriage. Yeah, we have. love Lashley, a wrestling Lashley wedding. Lashley
2: and Lana, yeah,
0: mate. This year. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, God, that was yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Lashley Lana.
1: That didn't land well, did it? That was no, it didn't. Morgan. Poor Liv Morgan. After a lesbian romp with um Lana. She's still no, she's still kicking around. Liv yeah, Morgan's she, still she, around she, she she's, quite well, actually. She's yeah, she well, actually, wasn't
0: she. Yeah, she has. She's she's she had started having promos talking about her mum a couple of, couple of weeks back. Uh,
1: yeah, she did. I forgot about that. Was a bit random, wasn't it? Yeah. So Liv Morgan's but, still kicking around. Yeah. Like, last because last year she left because she was going to go find herself, and then she came back saying she found herself, and now having promos saying she's finding herself again. So it's a bit unclear. It's like <laughs> it's sure. almost like a
0: disjointed storytelling, mate. Like there's a lack of continuity. It's
1: like we're going to bring you back as a lesbian with Lana. It's definitely going to go over. <laughs> uh, it was amazing when she went and,
0: you know, and, and she said, and I, I'm not talking about you, Bobby Lashley, I'm talking about you, Lana. And the whole crowd just went, yeah, now we figured it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, we're not, yeah, we're not bothered. Like, what a lesbian storyline in 2019. Uh, oh, please shock us. It was like, no, <laughs> it's just no one said anything. So, you know, no, they had the no finger no, on the pulse.
1: Uh, no one was, no, yeah. It, I mean, that's got like, just got creepy writers all over it, now, hasn't it? Yes, but...
0: really has. Okay. Well, it's got one specific creepy writer. Let's be honest, there is one man behind that storyline, and he's about 75 years old or whatever he is. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we are moving on from Mandy Rose, Otis, and uh, Lesbian Liv Morgan. Jeremy was a film fan, Jeremy had questions. who has got the best beard in movies. Which film starring a wrestler is best? And what's the best film series that's been made into Lego? Jeremy tried Google, but who uses that old system anymore? Then Jeremy found That Movie List Podcast. A podcast which gave him the answers to the most obscure, bizarre and some say pointless movie-related lists. You can listen and subscribe to That Movie List Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, be like Jeremy. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Now, this is your wildcard choice, Joe. So I am giving you I'm giving it to you first um, to talk about get out of the way for you. Well, I mean, we've all we've all had the choice made for us, to be honest with you. Because we have wild cards, because the wild cards help us you know avoid us choosing all the same results for every single match. Um, one of those wild cards is Drew McIntyre for Joe. It means that me and Luke have got to go Bobby Lashley to go against Drew McIntyre, which well, Joe, are you unhappy about that? No,
1: I mean, if if McIntyre doesn't win that, we, we, not only has he had a shocker, but so have the WWE guys, because he's being pushed to the heavens, and whilst Lashley's doing okay, this isn't the time. This isn't the time for McIntyre to be handing over the belt to Lashley. Do you agree? Uh, uh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. I haven't got anything more to... I think they've built Lashley really well. I think Lashley's I, I actually, compared to him two month, even two months ago, he's actually a legitimate contender now. The whole MVP thing's been brilliant. What MVP <laughs> has done and how he's made himself part of the show and how he's kind of pushed Lana out, which was the way forward. And I hope this is kind of the end of Lana's involvement in WWE, to be completely honest with you. So I think she's offering nothing. Well, she'll,
1: be, um, she'll be going with Bruce so I not share at some point.
0: I think that's where I think that's probably where this is ending up, isn't it? And then um, so you've got that situation, MVP's made Bobby Lashley a legitimate contender, and I think Lashley is losing this, but I think this is going this has got extreme rules written over it again. I don't think this is the end of Lashley versus McIntyre. What about you, Luke?:
2: No, I agree. I think that's the only hope that I have in having having forced Lashley upon me is that it could be it could be moved over into extreme rules, which means they might give it to Lashley. I don't I don't actually think that by the way. But um that's the only hope I take. But I think like you say Drew McIntyre is gonna win isn't he? He's been really pushed. Everyone loves him. He's gonna keep it for the whole year. You know, just just what it is. I think every time we have this pick Ben we're gonna lose.
0: <laughs> I want McIntyre to have crowds when he's got a belt. Yeah. I feel like he's. I feel really bad for the fact that he had his mania moment with no crowd and he hasn't had anyone... Because I think McIntyre would be an amazing... I think the crowd love him and I think the fans love him and I think he'd actually be a really good face champion, which I don't yeah. know the last time we had a really good face champion, to be honest with you. So, think
2: about it as well. Like If you look at the heels at Raw... So he's it, it already, already had Seth Rollins, right? They did that really early, which I'm, which I'm surprised about. Now they've got Lashley. Like, who's left as a, a real strong heel?
0: Yeah. They he can You're fight. I don't know where this is going next.
2: Randy Orton, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think apparently they were going to go with Jinder Mahal, but now he's injured again.
0: Is he? I didn't know he was injured again. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thank God for that, because I didn't <laughs> think Jinder Mahal anywhere near that belt, that championship. I really don't. Not I can't
2: again. think of any of the strong heels, apart from a... Randy Orton.
1: Jinder Mahal is not good. I mean, that's just
0: not good, is it? That was... I, I, don't have, I don't have an answer for you, Luke. I legitimately don't know, like, when McIntyre beats Lashley and when this feud is over, and I think it's got a two-pay-per-view feud, I do, who faces him in SummerSlam? That's the question. And SummerSlam's meant to be a big pay-per-view. I don't know who faces McIntyre at SummerSlam.
1: Can we tell you answer that question? Yeah, go on. Brock
0: Lesnar.
2: No, they won't bring Brock Lesnar back into the belt picture, surely.
0: They will. Oh, no, no. Brock Lesnar only comes back to the belt picture. They
1: will.
0: They will. That's the only Brock Lesnar doesn't go. Unless he's facing The Undertaker, he faces nobody else for a belt. Yeah.
1: Like, we, we'll just give Brock Lesnar the belt from like sort of November to March. Then he'll, uh, uh, until WrestleMania, they'll do one for a couple of months, and then he'll. Yeah, you know, I think he's fighting. I think he's fighting McIntyre. I think you could bring him in from having fight McIntyre, let McIntyre win in some way, shape, or form. Then he can go away again, and he can come back at Survivor Series. And like that's that really, if you can let McIntyre beat Lesnar, it really cements, really cements it. I think it really yeah. cements that I was a credible champion. That makes
0: yeah. sense. That makes sense. I could see yeah. that. Um, there's not much more to say about McIntyre versus Lashley, unfortunately.
1: So we'll move on. I mean, we can say what is, how come we're not really having managers in wrestling, but
2: Lashley's got two. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I really, the, I really hope the fishy split the him and Lana up. No, no, that's done, isn't it? So
0: I just, I think Lana just screaming for no reason. Like that's not who who's, who's looked like the first time she did it. Who then went? All right, let's not let's just not have Lana do that again. And she was doing it for like three weeks, and it did not make any sense. Mm-hmm. MVP would say the littlest thing to her, like "You're not coming to the ring," and then she'd just scream and throw a tantrum. would be like, "Chill out, love." Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> right. I, hope, I hope Lana's gone. I hope I hope this is the end of Lana. And I quite, I'm actually, when MVP came back, I was a little bit like, "Oh God, really, MVP?" But I think he's actually doing a really good job.
1: I do so. too. Well, they apparently brought him, meant to bring you back as a backstage producer, and then he's just been really good. So they've decided to have him um, full-time wrestler, like manager. Oh. I,
0: I did hear as well in, like, a really cool move. They asked, um, MVP's son is a massive Rey Mysterio fan. So Paul Heyman had a word. So it would be MVP versus Paul hey, uh, versus Rey Mysterio on one of the early matches.
1: Oh, that's cool. So
0: it's average face. And I thought that was, that was quite cool. I mean, the match was shocking. But that's quite cool to, you know, have... your son's favorite wrestler beat his dad that
1: was
0: cool. there you go right Edge versus Randy Orton the greatest wrestling match of all time I'm not prepared for it I don't know about you but I'm not prepared this has got to be the main event Um, I don't know how you're going to do this Luke it's your choice how do you choose between Edge and Randy Orton the greatest wrestling match of all time
1: what, I mean, what's that, that, your thoughts? Uh, all, sorry, before you answer, it, all week I've been laughing back at that at last in the, the episode last week. Do remember you just going when you when you reminded me about um, I can't remember what her name is Kyla Braxton or whatever. When she was like, oh my god, that sounds like it might be the best <laughs> wrestling match ever. Like it was like so, and I completely forgot about it until you brought it back up, and then it's really launched in my mind now. But, oh my god.
2: <laughs> so I mean you
1: know, it sounds like it could be the best wrestling match ever like there's was a normal sentence that you'd say in normal life
2: yeah and WWE are like um, we've not, we haven't actually got anything good for backlash so let's just roll
0: with that this this doesn't need it though Orton versus Edge is actually a really good match it doesn't yeah. need this actually makes it worse it because it's like well all you're going to think is well this isn't the greatest match of all time well, this isn't, I mean, this isn't it. It's, it's, not, it's not Undertaker versus, versus Mick Foley on Hell in a Cell, Triple H versus Cactus Jack at WrestleMania 20, uh, 2000. It's not that, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, these... I imagine if it is the greatest wrestling match of all time. <laughs> we'll be. That
1: would
0: be a good half <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, I'd love it, though. I'd lo- if we can come back for round three, if we can come back for Extreme Rules and go, like, sorry, man, that was the greatest bit of wrestling I've ever seen in my life. Then fair play. Then, then you know what, and then and that'll be it. I will never doubt WWE in anything ever again.
1: I mean, we're looking at my stream and going, bloody hell, there's like forty minutes here. I'm going to just skip through the thirty-five minutes."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you do that, and me and Luke come back to the next round and go, next round and go, "Did you see it, Joe? That was amazing!" And you're like, "What <laughs> was it?
1: Uh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, it was great, yeah."
0: I mean, you know, um,
2: Joe. Well,
1: it was the greatest wrestling match of all time
2: uh, can, can you ask that question first Luke <laughs> you sent me um some videos Joe of your favorite ever wrestling matches i watched I've only watched one today that was the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus edge and Christian yeah and that like so edge like spearing Jeff Hardy when he's hanging off the money and, like hanging off the thing was like you know it was brilliant that that match was brilliant yeah
0: like that's a fa- that's a fair point actually so y- you you sent because listeners might not know, is Luke is fairly new to wrestling. So you started watching, I think it was November last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So Survivor Series, around Survivor Series last year, you started watching. So, you know, in the interest of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, particularly WWE anyway, Joe sent Luke this list and uh, it, I, I saw the list as well. So Hulk Hogan versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18, which, and you, I think that's the one where you mentioned it is, just for the opening at least.
1: Yeah, is... the match, the match is not great, but for the first one, Two or three minutes of the of them just looking at each other, and then the fans going absolutely mental. Yeah, uh, that's worth watching. Um, Edge, Edge,
0: Edge and Christian versus Dudley's versus um, the Hardys at TLC two. It's not even the first TLC match, but TLC two, which which I think is the better one. Money in the Bank twenty eleven, CM Punk versus John Cena, which is you wouldn't think it, but is absolutely amazing as a match.
1: Yeah, as a whole, as a whole story and the match and everything. On, on that, Luke, that was the one that, that this was when CM Punk had not signed a new contract with WWE, but was the title holder. So in theory, if he wanted Money in the Bank, he would leave with the belt and like not be in the company. And it would put like WWE in a real crap position. I'm not going to tell you how it ends, because I'll say, so, but then so that so he fought John Cena and it was just like they just got it right. And like at the end of it, you were like, I want to watch more. But I want to watch the next episode of anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. You would, you would, you were clamouring for Raw on Monday. Yeah, it was one of those which, which we haven't had for a long time. But you, used to be when the rest, when the pay per views were good, they ended and you were like, I literally cannot wait for Raw. I, I want to see what goes on. Um, but, uh, Mankind versus Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, King of, uh, King of the Ring '98. I mean, that's just that's just that's difficult to watch. Yeah. That's just crazy for what Mick Foley, who is his Mankind, does to himself. Through that match, um, and then he and then the, the the thing worth noticing is after Mick Foley does what he does to himself in that match, he is let he's in the main event later on as a run in with a chair, and he doesn't actually remember doing that running because of the concussion. He he just people are like, how's Mick Foley going to do this? How's he going to how's he going to run out? And he does. He manages it. He looks shocking. But he runs out and I think he, he hits Stone Cold with a chair, I think it is. I can't remember, top of my head, but something like that. But yeah, I mean, that one's crazy. And I think I added um, The Rock versus Austin at uh, WrestleMania and uh, Taker versus Michael at WrestleMania 17, which I think is the first one of that big feud, but is probably the best one. And my favorite, I don't know if you'd say it's the best, but my favorite match is uh, Cactus Jack versus Triple H at, Royal Rumble 2000, which I, which I just, I, I love.
1: I could watch that over and over again. I love that match. Do um, you want to go that, I, do, I do. I do have a lot of time for a man, in, a McMahon in every corner. The four. Like, oh yeah, so that. why I love that? That's my, one of my favorite WrestleManias, actually. This looks. That, Rand- yeah. So on a, of,
2: on a scale of one to ten, then how how likely do you think that
0: Randy Orton versus Edge would beat any of those? <laughs> the greatest <laughs> match ever. The stupid thing is, it could have probably done it if they hadn't called it the greatest wrestling match ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you went in just watching it thinking this could be decent, they're both really good wrestlers. Randy Orton, when he, like, Edge is brilliant. Edge is, oh, okay. is, is a, a, an amazing wrestler. And, it, like, him being back now is great. I don't think we'd get him in his prime. I think it's good that he had his, his injury. I think he would be up there having a whole roster of way more amazing matches if he didn't get his neck injury. Randy Orton, it depends oh. what mood he's in. It's like, if he turns up on the day, he can do it. But other times, you think, where is he? What's he doing?
1: You I, know. I make a really valid argument that Randy Orton is one of the best wrestlers ever. If, like, if, like, if, like, if he's that, in the mood for it, though. Not yeah, consistently. I If you think, like, him and John Cena basically came up together, I think Orton oh, must be a 12 or 13-time world champion. He was the heel to, to Cena's face, and he was amazing. He will be... Like, he's a, he's a he's got to be in the top. I mean, he's got to be in the top 20 of all time, Randy Orton. I've got to believe that. Yeah. And he's also, he's weirdly, like, if you kind of built a wrestler, it would basically oh, yeah. be Randy Orton. Yes. Yeah. If you were looking at the
0: prototype of, of what WWE want their wrestlers to be, it's Randy Orton, <laughs> without, without a it. shadow of a doubt. The problem yeah. is Randy Orton also knows his own worth. Yeah. Believe his own hype. And there's times when he just goes, I just can't be asked today. So he just puts in the Randy Orton, does what he needs to do to get by. And, you know, you can see it like you can see him just not bothering. And then when he does bother, it's amazing when he really cares about matches. When he was part of the Wyatt family and he was really invested in that story. Randy Orton was interesting again and it was decent. And then he'll be like, you know, Randy Orton, we want you to have a, you know, a couple of matches against our league. All right, then they're fine. And he just shows up, does what he has to do, and get out of there. And you're like, yeah, all right, I see why Randy Orton feels that way, because he's the veteran he's been doing this forever. But he should be putting in that effort every single time. And I think that's the problem with Randy Orton.
1: He's, he's also, like, not a nice bloke, by all accounts. Did you see on Twitter that he um, he was, like, just put on, like, oh, I just bought myself a plane. Bought a plane. <laughs> all right? put it on Twitter. It's like, yeah, this, this is the plane I just bought. He also, when he was... Um, bit younger he uh he pooped in someone's uh changing changing bag didn't they like famously was it one of the was it
0: one of the women uh oh i don't know wasn't it wasn't it someone had a problem with him eating chicken in the changing rooms so he he retaliated by crapping in their changing bag
2: oh so i'm not part of a story
0: like oh no no this is real life no this was real life this is what rand jordan did yeah yeah Uh, yeah, not a not not a man. no, not not someone. Not a nice. Yeah, not a nice guy. But he gets he gets the business. He's a very good and he's WWE through and through as well. Like he is there forever. So, yeah. yeah.
1: What about? I to put the don't try this at home stuff in.
0: <laughs> yeah, that will be that'd be something there. Um, sorry, Luke. Do you think Edge or Randy Orton's winning this match? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, I'm glad I've got a bit of background now. So, yeah, I'm going with Edge. Um. I actually quite like their match at WrestleMania, but I just thought it was just too long like everyone else. Um so I'm looking forward to them like fighting in a normal singles match. Um but I, I also think that they've probably got a bit of a chip on the sh- shoulders because I think a lot of people give them criticism, didn't they? After that WrestleMania match, they probably want to prove them wrong. Um I just don't really I don't I'm not really invested in it though. I don't know why. I don't I don't feel like they've built it up that well. There's been a few promos in the last few weeks. They haven't like had a scrap with each other, have they? Or, you know, Randy Orton hasn't gone in and RKO'd him randomly. Or, no, I just don't, I don't think they've, I just don't feel that invested in it.
1: The building, um, was much better? The was, yeah. like, like WrestleMania was brilliant, yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah. But Christian's Christian's popping along to Raw this week, so they might do something there. <laughs> like, Presumably he's getting RKO'd.
0: Yes.
2: Okay.
1: But he's, he is, he, is, he has got
0: like a long term injury, hasn't he, Christian? I don't know how that would affect him that'll, taking...
1: That'll make it more interesting.
0: Maybe just get a yeah. pun to the head. Yeah, well, all right then. Or all those concertos. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm going with Edge. Yep,
1: that's my pick.
0: Um, I'm going the opposite. I'm going Randy Orton.
1: I'm
0: Because I think this is the second part of a three-part feud. I completely agree. And I think it's going straight to Extreme Rules or SummerSlam. Sorry, probably SummerSlam, not Extreme Rules. It's going to SummerSlam. And it will be some random stipulation. Probably falls count. En- oh, that falls count anywhere, haven't they? So, or was it Last Man Standing? What was their WrestleMania match? Last Man Standing, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it'll be something else random. So I think I think Randy Orton's taking this one just to keep it going.
1: Potentially an I-quit match. don't know why you'd do that with two wrestlers that aren't... I, I, by the way, I completely agree. I'm going Randy Orton. I think the third one is the one they want to do at WrestleMania where they do it in front of a crowd probably at SummerSlam. I think at the moment I basically book, basically booked SummerSlam card here because you're having Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. You're having Sasha Banks turn on Bailey. You're having Shane Fiend B- versus Strowman, perhaps. Yeah, or Roman versus Strowman. One yeah. of the, one, one of the two. You know, ba- basically this this um, this SummerSlam better happen. <laughs> <laughs> there, has been, there has been there has been there has been like suggestions. I think.
0: Lockdown is easing enough now. It's probably not going to be the case, but there has been suggestions of them moving SummerSlam, of, them, of it not being SummerSlam you know, necessarily. That they, they don't build it as a SummerSlam because it won't be as big as they'd want SummerSlam to be. So that might be the case, that they might just rephrase the pay-per-view or re-angle it. But um, I'm with you. Do, I think
1: Randy Orton's winning.
0: Do you think Edge versus Orton's going to be a cinematic match or do you think it's going to be a straight wrestling match? Straight
1: wrestling. I'm not convinced. Do you think they might do the the like the thing they do sometimes where they like wander in the back and then there's like 20 minutes of pre-recorded stuff and then they come back and finish it off at the front
0: again? Could be, but you couldn't get away with cause this the whole point of that is meant to be a straight wrestling match, isn't it? So you can't be counted out and stuff, wouldn't it? So I don't know if that fits with the think, kind of match. I think license, can't
1: you, on that?
0: I, th- I don't know if they're going to do, do a bit like Johnny Gagano versus Tommaso Ciampa a couple of, uh, at the WrestleMania takeover, where it's like, like a cinematic straight wrestling match, which wasn't done very well. I thought it was a really poor cinematic match, but I don't know whether that's the way this will go. I mean, they I don't know if they'll have one on this card, but I just thought if they do have one, I think it's got to be Edge versus Orton, hasn't it? It's
1: a good shout. It's, it's definitely a possibility. A, I, think, I think you're not going to... It depends on if they're actually remotely interested in making this a, like a good wrestling match. Because I don't, if you if you are if you're even remotely serious about it being the greatest wrestling match of all time, which I don't think they are, I would think you've got to have it as like a, an in-ring live match. You don't do a cinematic something for that. Personally, I don't think you can put it in the in the realms of like the Mankind versus Undertaker if you're not actually doing it live. Do you know what I mean? I, I think. It takes something away, but but you but you but you could well be right. Yeah. Um, kind of two uh, one more prediction,
0: uh, which we haven't really talked about, we haven't really mentioned. Money in the bank. We should have talked about this when we talked about Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. Do we think we're seeing a money in the bank cash in from Otis at Backlash? What do you think, Luke?
2: No, I don't think so. They've, I mean, they could do. I mean, they, they had that moment, didn't they, a few weeks back where. Otis was gonna try and pin Strowman from behind, but then Strowman turned around and he was like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to." I was only, I was only joking. Um, so I suppose they could, they could, they could have him really out. They haven't got him anywhere else in the card, have they? So, no, they could do. And no, I, I don't, I can't see it to be honest, because I, I think that Strowman will keep it for now, because I think, what if, I, I think he's facing the Fiend next.
1: What about you, Joe? I don't think he's doing that. I think, I think Luke's right. I think Strowman's gonna keep it. He's gonna get through the Fiend, and then he's gonna line up her a match against Roman at some point. And then I could see Otis cashing in almost immediately after that. Right. You know, it's almost like the moment that Roman wins, hem, like maybe turn the straight and let Otis cash in. Mm-hmm. Probably what I would do. To be honest, like, I just... I just I, I, we, we said it earlier with me, Morris, can you really see Otis as the world, like as Fox's world champion right now? I'm not sure. No, I'm I, feel not... So- I feel quite sorry for Tucker as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know whether he's happy
0: to be off TV for, for three or four weeks while his best mate gets off of Mandy Rose and, and his potential world champion.
1: Well, this is right. So there, there we go then. So why didn't Seamus hit Tucker with a car? Because that would actually solve a problem. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah of course. Rather, yeah, than, of course. Like, rather than hit Elias, who actually seems to know to be off TV for no reason for like eight weeks, why don't you just hit Tucker, who you could do with being away from TV anyway, like solve yeah. two think about it and just solve a problem I don't you, even have,
0: you even have ready made feuds there because if Otis thinks Sheamus has done it too then as much as we were joking about with Luke earlier about putting, putting him in the story Otis could then actually physically like legitimately be part of the Jeff Hardy Sheamus story you know, rather than just having nothing to do at the minute really so. I've,
1: got, I've got another idea, another theory go on um, Sammy Zane what about him? He was the ginger person with a ginger bird. Oh. All right. And
2: he's, so taken out, he's taken out... Oh, yeah? Because he, 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 he was the Intercontinental
1: Champion. He was the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Actually, this is quite a good theory.
0: I was, yeah. I was just discounting <laughs> that one, right? But this is actually quite a good theory.
1: Yeah. So, Zari Zane took it out because he wanted, to take, he wanted to get Jeff Hardy in jail because Jeff Hardy was still in the tournament at that point. Um, so he's pissed off about having had the title taken away from him, which doesn't make any sense because he had the title taken away from him for not being able to go there. So then, if you could go there to take out Jeff Hardy, why well, didn't you just defend the title? It doesn't really make any sense. He's but,
2: not really but, there just building the story, aren't they?
1: But I like, that. I like that. I like that
0: as a, as a, as a as a as an outside bet. I'm, I'm, you hear it here first. I'm, you know what? I'm going to put me. I'm putting money behind. I'm putting not money behind it, but I'm putting me weight behind it, which is considerable. Uh, so to say that. I think Sami Zayn is the person in the car, and I completely agree with Joe. I think you've called that. Yeah. Um,
1: so I think that's that's all of the matches predicted. That's all the matches spoken I'll get, about. I'll go back to the point. If you're arrested at the performance centre, you can't tell the difference between Sami Zayn and Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 is, it is a worry. Yeah. From the face on, because you see the beards, you see from the face on. And you don't know the difference from the two. That is, that's, like, that's a worry. Anyway, sorry, Ben. No, we're just, we're just going to let the uh,
0: listeners know that it's their turn to get involved now. Um, we did have somebody last time wasn't one of the three of us. I mean, most people scored three on their predictions. We had two people that scored four. We had two people that actually got the money in the bank predictions correct. Now, one was Tom, Tom W, who um, managed to guess that Asuka was going to win the women's money in the bank. Not a big, huge prediction, not something that was, was out of the rounds of possibility. But the one who won it on the tie break was Steph and Steph believed it was going to be Otis to win the money in the bank. Um, main event. She also won it on the tie break with 27 minutes. The, uh, the main event lasted 28 minutes. so She was close on the tie break as well. So she did fairly well there. Um, She's still yet Fair to claim point. the prize, considering her Twitter handle wasn't actually her real Twitter handle. So whether she did it by accident, typed it by accident, or, or whatever. So if you are listening, uh, Steph, get in touch with the proper Twitter handle so I can actually get the prize to you. But that prize is now open to everybody else. So get involved. There will be a form in the com- in the um, description uh, for the podcast. It will also be on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for the Wrestling Predict Cast and fill out your predictions um there are six p- potential predictions including the money in the bank cash in question and obviously the tie break as well makes it up to seven um for the main event and if you are the person that is the most points and closest on the tie break you win some wwe merch and fish wwe merch all you got to do is follow us on twitter at predict and uh, we'll get in touch
1: um, Can I just clarify that, Steph, if you do work for WWE, it sounds like you might do, if you pick <laughs> to win and you're one minute off the time of the last match, then you're not eligible.
0: Oh, you are eligible. And um, let us know because if we could do some writing or get, if you like our ideas and what we come up with in our fantasy book, or you just want to endorse this podcast, I'm happy for this to be WWE's Wrestling Predict Cast. So, um, Steph, yeah, get, get in touch, Steph. Uh, don't, don't, don't feel shy about it. It's fine. Um, yeah, let me know.
1: So, well, she might not be too interested in WWE merch if she works for them. Yeah, got
0: <laughs> but, but there's also questions about Steph entering a competition. She's clearly going to win when she's not interested in the prize. It's locked down, in. it? Oh, right, fair <laughs> enough. That's bored. Great. Okay, fine. Well, for everyone else who doesn't work for WWE, the predict the prediction form is there, ready to go. Um, and I think we're going to leave it there.
1: So, oh no. oh uh, no, we're not, mate. Oh no, we're not.
0: I was kind of hoping you forgot this. Go on then.
1: It's quiz time. Um, the quiz are a bit sporadic, but we'll. There's there's a special quiz. So we've been doing this podcast for over a year now. Right. And as you know, we've had some quite quite memorable matches that we've been predicting. So I just wanted to talk to you about some of the tw- the some. Matches from 2019, and remember, and see if you can remember the match and who won specifically. All right, I'm happy with that. It's got five. Um, they're all pretty. I would say they're all pretty sizable matches. I just want you to tell me who the winner was, just to see how uh, see how well these ma- the 2019 has stood the test of time. Can, this can is I try gone, and let's... guess?
2: Can I try and guess who, won knowing nothing at all about it?
1: You can do. All right, as long as none are after November. <laughs> uh, no, they're not.
0: This is going one of two ways. This is either screw me over because they're going to be nothing matches, like you know Lacey Evans versus Natalia, or it's going to. All right, go on, go on. Right,
1: Money in the Bank. Shane McMahon versus the Miz. Who won that match? It was
0: Shane McMahon because I think it was wasn't it meant to. Well, wouldn't it make more sense for The Miz to win it, win it? And Shane McMahon was the one who won it. And that kind of undercut everything that had gone before. Am I right?
1: You are correct. Shane McMahon won that. I have absolutely no recollection of that match.
0: But... Wasn't that because Miz and Shane <laughs> McMahon were the best tag team in the world? And again, again, big, huge claim from WWE, but they're the best tag team in the world and they broke up. Shane McMahon had been awful to The Miz. It made sense The Miz won the feud and he lost the feud and it just went nowhere from there.
1: Were they the best tag team? Or was the, I thought Shane won an award that was like he was the best wrestler in the world. He wasn't tag yeah, team,
0: which, but... which yeah it was. And then oh, Miz, Miz, to... couldn't, Miz couldn't Miz couldn't compete in the final, so yeah. Shane McMahon took his place, won it, and then Miz wanted to tag with him and called themselves the greatest tag team in the world.
1: Well, that was a good one. That was that was a good view.
0: <laughs> hey, um, hey, ho,
1: ho! Right. Sorry, Se- Luke, I forgot to let you predict that. Sorry, Sorry man. Luke, to, I do have another clue on that one. Super Show Super Showdown: Triple H versus Randy Orton.
0: Go on, Luke, what do you think? Triple H versus Randy Orton. Who do you see winning that one? Triple H. From a year ago. Um, <laughs> that was Randy Orton. Randy Orton won that one.
1: That is correct, my friend. That
0: in, is in, correct. A rare, in a rare, rare uh, example of Triple H putting somebody else over. Shame, you put, shame the person who's putting over is also a veteran, but a rare occurrence of him doing that, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, it was nice. Cause he's, I mean, he's put over some of the youngsters, so like Sting, recently, hasn't he? Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, Sting Sting over stick over. Head of a sledgehammer. Oh, Luke, there was a wrestling ma- there was a WrestleMania match a few years ago where Sting and Triple H fought each other and it was a bit it was a bit it was it was great for nostalgic reasons because DX came out and the NWO came out and it was all great. But the ending of the match, Triple H hit Sting in the head with a, with a sledgehammer uh to get the win. But yeah. then they got up and shook hands, straight yeah. like, <laughs> like, like if you hit me in the head with a sledgehammer, one, I probably won't be getting a look. And two, I definitely won't be shaking your hand.
0: <laughs> Unless it's due to concussion. There's the storyline right there. He didn't know what he was doing. Go on, then. Question three.
1: Question three. Oh, see, he's living the quiz. Um, the next one was uh, stomping grounds. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns.
0: Oh, I'm not convinced. I think that was Drew McIntyre won that one. I think Drew McIntyre beat Roman Reigns at Stomping Ground.
1: Uh, it was Roman Reigns. Uh, I really, I put that one in because I knew that like last year you were an absolute shocker with Roman Reigns. So I thought <laughs> if I put one that he actually won it, you'd <laughs> bet against him. Right, extreme rules. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental title.
2: Shinsuke Nakamura, because he was the holder, wasn't he?
0: Pro he was ages. the holder. Yeah, I think, I think Shinsuke Nakamura retained it. I'll be honest with you. I forgot Shinsuke Nakamura faced Finn Balor for the Intercontinental. I remember the rest of those feuds and matches. I didn't even remember that as a match or a feud. But yeah, I'm going to go Shinsuke Nakamura. I think he lost. Shinsuke Nakamura lost it to Braun
1: Strowman. Wow, indeed. So what, I'd, what I, um, my notes are telling me, i.e. Wikipedia, <laughs> Finn Balor was actually the, champ- the Intercontinental champion going into that match and then lost it to Nakamura. Oh, right, okay. I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, forget, I forgot Balor was in the Continental Champion. That was less than a year ago, uh, and and we, and we predicted it on this podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, this, if this is an advertisement for the back catalogue,
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this time, this time next year we will have that problem because we would have watched the greatest wrestling match of all time. So we'll oh, yes,
1: remember that.
0: will just have that'll be a benchmark for every pay per view from then. Is that is that the two pay per views after the greatest wrestling match of all time? Yes, it is. <laughs> right, but, carry on then, Joe. Last question.
1: Like BC, isn't it? <laughs> um, right, <laughs> uh, right, the last one is now. the The question here is: Have I bluffed you, or have I double bluffed you? Um, the Clash of Champions Raw Women's Title: Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Who won the match? What title? The Raw Women's Title. It's Clash of Champions. Doesn't that mean they both had the
0: championship? So Sasha Banks had the championship and Becky no, Lynch had no, the championship. No. Was it not that? No,
1: Clash champions just means all the champions defend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. oh, I'm serious.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right, actually.
1: Yeah. He's um, yeah, questioning himself here. Yeah, <laughs> Becky Lynch won it. Yeah, you are. double. Just try to double, but it's Becky Lynch won it. Uh, <laughs> Sasha won that one.
0: No. Well, I did give. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs>
1: Oh, right, I'm not happy about that, but yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, so that, that, was Sasha Banks the raw women's champion
1: then at one point? No, she beat Becky, but she beat her by DQ, which means you don't get if you win the match by disqualification, you don't get to, you don't get the belt. Right. You can't you can't win a belt on count out and you can't win a belt on disqualification. Three out of five, Ben, pretty good, mate. Good. I'm glad you the, the, the last year in wrestling has been a good one, hasn't it? Yeah,
2: it has. It has. Can I ask a question on that then? Sorry. Yeah very quickly. If you if you're the champion then, we just like throw a chair at someone if you're about to lose
0: and that's where we have the boss there we go it's almost like it's almost like caught a massive massive hole in the uh, in the
1: yeah that's <laughs> I mean, even at any point in a match you can just walk out and walk off you get yeah. counted out and you don't lose the belt why wouldn't you do that why would you even like? why would you even fight why even show up why even show up <laughs> what a great <laughs> way to, what a great way to finish <laughs>
0: And there we go, picking floors. Welcome, uh, come back for round three of picking floors in WWE storytelling, <laughs> writing, and booking. Um, when we'll be discussing extreme rules, and one of the three of us will not have to abide by their wild cards, which should actually be interesting next time because I think at least one of us, I think at least one of our wildcards each will be involved. Let's hope so. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. Yeah.